Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hour three, and this is the breakfast edition with the Run Home crew, Brooksy. Uh, we've got Lieutenant Dan, Bears Head, myself, uh, taking you through the final hour of the program. Of course, Maddie White and uh, Tommy Two Phones to take the reins from there. Have your say on the Motorola open line. one three hundred. 011170 is the way to do that. You can catch up on the podcast if you have missed the start of the show. We are on both channels, which is uh, The Run Home with Joel and Fletch and also Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Subscribe to both of those if you so wish. Spotify, etc. have you covered there. Brian, what would you say we've covered off in the first couple of hours? Oh, everything. Mm. Lots and lots of stuff. We've gone a bit zero. We had a little bit, we got a little bit serious with the NRL update. Mm. Uh, we crossed over to the Dutch yes. with Kempi and uh, Izzy Dag. Mm. Smithy gave us a bit of a rev up. Oh, he was loving it. What else did we discuss? Oh, I tell you what, Brooksy got a great present from his uh, beautiful girlfriend. He's going to see Chili Chili Peppers. Peppers. Yeah, so plenty there. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan, you've been happy with the first two hours? Yeah, loving it. it. And, of course, the the update. Yeah. The sports update has been terrific. Just been brilliant. Everything I did in the 5 a.m. hour, yep. still relevant at 8 a.m. Because yeah, you host the, you host the tradie hour. I do, yeah. And you never haven't picked up a hammer in your life. Never. Or you hate Bunnings. <laughs> Correct. Both of them. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how you uh, – I don't know either. Uh, the I fit in well. Host. Oh, the tradie hour host. Uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, the Sydney Kings are soaring. They are absolutely flying. Jordan Hunter has a big part to play in all of that. I'm pleased to say from the Sydney Kings, Jordan Hunter's on the line. G'day, Geordie. Morning, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on. Now, I'm a researcher from way back, Jordan. Yeah. I understand it was your birthday this week. Oh, that's, um, yeah, that, that the rumours are true. It was, uh, it was a good day and uh, um, it was a day off, so I actually had a nice, quiet one. Right. What'd you get? What sort of presents? Any Anything to get a Rubik's Cube or anything like that? A Frisbee? <laughs> Slinky? <laughs> Um, I've got a few Rubik's Cubes, which is annoying, so I'm going to have to go back to the shop and uh, return a few of those. You'll have to. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, yeah, shave them as well. Um, so, Jordan, you grew up you grew up in Sydney, and you you played a little bit of Rara. Um, yeah, those, that might also be a bit of, bit of a rumour. I, I did dabble, but it's not something that I'm necessarily ready to brag about. When you were dabbling, what position were you dabbling at? Um, well, I was. It was year eight, and I was playing down an age group on the wing in the thirteen Fs when I was uh, should have been in the fourteens. Well, I tell you where you're you're a, you're a dabbler from way back because my understanding is that you had a bit of spare time, so you wrote a sci-fi screenplay. Is that true, Jordan? It was. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it, I've always liked writing and been a bit uh, had a artsy interests and mm. I spent uh, yeah the last few years working on this idea and it, uh, I put that together and it was some folks liked it and you know it's it's hard to get those things made so I'm turning it into a, a novel at the moment and learning how that works and that's a you know that's a fun way to spend my time off the court hopefully I'm underselling it so it's um, exciting if it ever works yeah we're chatting with Jordan Hunter from the Sydney Kings who's written a sci-fi screenplay now yesterday Jordan no doubt you were listening as well 
Uh, Captain Mick Scoresby, a.k.a. Brendan Cow from Avatar, was on the program. He listens to the program, so... Mate, sell this sci-fi. He may be able to get it mm. to, uh, what was the director's name? James Cameron. James Cameron. I'm sure James Cameron definitely has bigger fish to fry, but if he's in the market for um, something that isn't his idea and he can give me a buzz, he can come along to a game first and then I'll, I'll bombard him with my fantasy and sci-fi ideas. What, what, can, I, can I just ask you, before we start talking about the Mighty Kings, what is the plot of this sci-fi Screenplay. Say that one. What is what is the plot? Yeah, what's the plot? What's the synopsis? Um, well, if I was to sum it up quite quickly, it's um, I'm a big fan of Mad Max. Yep. And um, so more of a more of a fantasy approach to Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones approach to something more in that Australian bushland feel. So I feel like there's a lot of fantasy and sci-fi out there that's set in old England. And um, I wanted to see something that was in our backyard. So it's about a family of people who are developing some interesting abilities, but it's all set in that Australian bushland and goes from there. Okay. Yeah, tell us, tell us about the Kings, mate. Are they going back to back? That's the plan. That's mm. the plan, that's for sure. So we'll, um, we've put ourselves in good stead. We've done our work. We've done our work in the regular season, so we'll... Uh, We'll take that momentum and hopefully turn that into something good. Who's the best player you've ever played with, Jordan? Best player I've ever played with? Well, the MVP favourite this year is, um, he's pretty good, Xavier. Um, so I, I'll say Zave. And I've, I've had some great teammates over the years and some even in the NBA, but I think Xavier takes the cake and he'll be joining them in the league in a matter of time. I like what you did there. Cooks takes the cake. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> is Xavier linked with the NBA or is he signed over there or is he staying in the NBA? What's the latest with Xavier Cooks? Um, it's all, you know, there's he, he's signed with the Kings, but it's opportunities like that if they arise and, it's uh, something you grab with both hands. So, obviously, there's nothing official while our season's still going on, but um, I, I don't know what's, what the machinations of that are in the background. Hey, Jordan, I remember the halcyon days of the Kings in, in the 80s or 90s more so. Caffeine. Um, oh, they were the guns. I, I understand that the fever is back. The Kings fever is is back. What do you what do you put it down to? What do you, What do you think the interest is back in um, basketball, especially in Sydney? I think the league's just done a great job of drumming up different avenues for people to, you know, spark an interest. And that the Next Stars gets a lot of credit for bringing over those young Americans mm. um, who have gone on to great things in the uh, are young. They can be from anywhere, but in particular, they were trying to bring over potential draft prospects. And... On top of that, the, the quality of the league has just grown and grown to the point where pundits talk about it like it's the best league outside the NBA. Yeah. So we'll we'll take we'll take that for sure. And I, uh, I think hopefully word of mouth is just getting around that you can go out to Kudos Bank for a great for a great night with you and the family, and they put on a really good show, and the team's not too shabby either. Are you aware of uh, when you're playing that there might be scouts? from the US sitting in the crowd? Like, are you aware of that? Or they sort of do it a bit like the uh, the, the critics when they dine. It's all sort of a, a bit secretive. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting a list of the NBA scouts out of there to watch other players. But it's a... Um, 
you I, I, you try to imagine that there you never know who could be watching gotcha. on any given night. But at the end of the NBL season, especially with how the league's been tracking, there's usually a handful of parties that could uh, make a few phone calls to get you over there in the crowd for the last few games of the season. When you go to the United States, uh, whilst it's not the best sport to watch on TV, it's an unbelievable spectacle. I'm talking mm. about the ice hockey. Yep. But I think as far as Sydney is concerned for sport, have you been to the, the Kings, Brian? Years ago. I haven't oh, been. Oh, mate, yeah. I, I took the boys. Yeah. It is a cracking night out. Yep. It, it, even if you don't love your basketball, and we're not really a basketball family, if I'm brutally honest. There's always something going on, It isn't was there? unbelievable. It was awesome. Yeah. It was such a great you, – you've got to get out there and, and give it a crack. There's some big names floating around the club as well. Luke Longley, Andrew Bogut. Uh, have you had much to do with the boys? Oh, yeah. They're, um, they're always across it, and they've been just a massive part of my – my career and time spent with the Kings and I couldn't be more fortunate to be honest. It was, um, Bogues was on, on roster when I showed up. So that was, um, I knew that was coming and then I walked through the doors and Luke Longley's there as well. And I, it was, uh, it was a, it was a pretty good place for a young, young Australian big to be. Um, but they're, uh, they're, they're holding the reins now. And obviously with everything going very well, they deserve a few pats on the back as well for that. Jordan, what's on today, mate? You're heading off to training, or you got a spare spare day? Guitar lessons, I'm cru- musical. I'm cruising across. I'm cruising across now. I'm actually in the left lane of a. It, I'm allowed to go straight ahead, but it was a it was a green arrow going left. So I've actually got some grumpy people oh, going not, past. But they don't, Jordan, they don't know if I, hang, if I hang in the left lane all the way. It's actually uh, I get to skip a bunch of traffic. Gotcha. So I'm, <laughs> I'm on my way to training now, and it'll be a. Uh, it would be a good size, good size training today. We head off to Adelaide tomorrow for you know the, that Adelaide Perth road trip, which is a tough one, and that'll be our last two regular season games. Awesome. Then it's game on. Chance yeah. to be part of history, Brian. Well, back Jordan, mate, we appreciate your time, and uh, it's wonderful things what you're doing uh, on and off the field. Uh, we wish you all the best. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Have a good morning. He's a Thanks, keeper, Jordy. Jordan. He's we, a keeper. We, he's a keeper. Quite the character. Don't miss your chance to be a part of history. When tickets for the semi-final at Kudos Bank Arena go on sale next Tuesday at 10 a.m., get your tickets at Ticket Tech. Now, you're the basketball buffoon, so to speak. <laughs> Brooks, <laughs> what do you call me? Uh, what, what do you reckon? Are they going to go back-to-back? Yeah, 100%. I think they. I think the crowd, they get home court advantage. They'll have the crowd behind them. I don't think anyone's coming in to Kudos and, and taking that away from them. I think they'll go back-to-back. Xavier Cooks is killing it. Do you agree with my comments about going to a, a Kings game. It's awesome, isn't it? Well, that's the that's the thing that's been, I guess, uh, in the last, let's say, 20 years of the Kings, when they've been successful in the early 2000s, the Entertainment Centre was an awesome place to go to. This is that bigger stadium where we built it for the Olympics. We've got two tiers, like massive crowds out there. It was only a matter of time. If they invested in it, got a good squad, got some success... The atmosphere in Kudos would be amazing, and it is now. And a lot of celebrities are going. Sports, sports stars. You've seen a lot of the Panthers out there. You, it's just an event to go to, mm. and it's location. Like you're just br- being able to bring thousands of people into the stadium every week, and you're just going to keep going. It's like that full bar. You just want to keep going because there's a line out the front. Yeah, you're like, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of history. What about what Geordie just said? Um, Many good pundits are saying it's the second best league in the world behind the NBA. Are we yep. just saying that because it's a, a bit of a feel-good story, or are we legit 
Um, yeah, yeah so, we are. We yeah. are. We're sort of hot over in the States at the moment. We've got French players coming over here. There was uh, a gentleman, Diang, who got oh, drafted. Woogie, you'd be pumped. Osman Diang. <laughs> <laughs> he got drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. Um, they actually gave up quite a few picks to draft him. And there's another French player around Rupert who's playing with the Breakers. And they've made the playoffs. Uh, he's been this sort of touted as this young, uh, smaller, rangy guy. And he's come out here because he's playing against adults. The French league's sort of going up as well. But a lot of people are seeing this as the, the best league outside of the NBA to develop, but also get a lot of time on the court with big adults rather than college players, guys that have played Olympics, that have played in the NBA, that have played in Europe, and that will put you in good stead to be able to contribute straight away in the NBA. So would the Kings flog those college sides? I wouldn't say they flog them. I think day in, day out, they would probably have a winning record. They'd win more than they would lose. Uh, But, yeah, it's it's a sort of different game because they bring that high-energy – very like, you know, these quick young guys. But if it got down to a, a grind, you'd think the NBL teams yeah, would be, succeed. They'd be too strong for them. They'd be too powerful for those kids. But like quickness is a good attribute to have in a game where you no, can just run up and down no. the court, <laughs> get some shots No, off. it's not. Definitely not what I saw when I was there. What about what about you, Lieutenant Dan? Um, did you like the NBL? I haven't been to a Kings game in a while, but I would like to. I went a lot when they played at the Entertainment Centre. Yeah. Great night out. And now it is again, apparently. Yeah, it's down in the, now near Chinatown down there. Did you ever go to for a massage on the way down there? <laughs> no, no, it's a bit, a bit no, so good, or after. There's some good massage places down there. There's one gentleman down there, Bruce. Oh. Now, Bruce, yeah. where it's an outdoor massage. So he just, he's got that chair, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, the portable chair that flicks up. You can put your lemon spread straight through that hole. <laughs> yeah. And you're just in the middle of, of Dixon Street, the yeah. mall there. <laughs> Dixon Street. You're just, jam, you're just jamming uh, a little bit of um, dumplings in. Imagine your lemon spread going through that <laughs> so hole. You, you, dumplings you and a dump, massage. Yeah, you eat the dumplings through the hole. Yeah. While, while Bruce just goes to town on you, Gregory. <laughs> That's it, but you're outdoors. Oh, People yeah. walk past. It's 15 bucks. Oh, nice. 15 minutes. Nice. Well, we've just got a text here, guys, from Julian O'Brien, who's the media manager. He's obviously listening to Job. the interview. J-O-B. Yeah. Um, I want Joel and Fletch at the semi. Oh, we yes. will look after him. Okay, yeah, good. Love what to. do you reckon? Thanks, Jules. Yeah. Are you going to go out? Joel, yeah. I'll be there. What, what, what day is it? I've just called it out, didn't I? Um, no, that's when tickets are on sale oh, next sorry. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I think once once the, once we lock in the dates and the teams, we'll go out. It's, reach, a, it's a great night, Bears. Reach yeah. out. Yeah, let's, it's let's a great do night. It. Let's do it. Um, and I know Jimmy Smith because he loves playing uh, basketball. He played in the celebrity in, game. In the celebrity game. Oh. And that's when our man, Dominic Perrottet, oh, was right. just on fire. Yeah, Kyrgios. Kyrgios. And Perrottet were going at it. Okay, yeah. In the paint. Hey, tell me about this this kid, um, Xavier. And I, I know he carved up in the grand final last year. Is is he is it a lay down Mazzeri? Is it imminent he'll end up in the NBA? I think so, but I think the thing is he's dominating the NBL. He won't be signed to dominate the NBA. He'll play a awesome role off the bench. What sort of spondula are we talking about? playing a bit part role over in the NBA versus dominating the NBL. Well, if there's quite a few scouts coming out for him, there might be some value in his contract. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing they'll probably look at a two, three-year deal for about, let's say this is American, just to be comparable mm. to what salaries are going over there. I reckon they're probably looking at five, six, seven million. 
So probably a three-year, $21 million contract. Oh, wow. Just because they won't fork out a lot for him because a you've lot. got – Well, no, in terms – well, their their salary cap is $120 million a year. Mm. So you've probably got two or three guys that are taking the majority of that. Yeah, but if you're picking up six or seven rookies, mil. Yeah, no, that's great for him. That's yeah. probably the top end for right. him. But, yeah, it depends. He might take less to go to the Warriors, let's say, because he's like, I could go there – I'll be in a system that has all these stars with big money and I might be like five mil, let's say, but I'm going to get play 10, 15 minutes. I've got a good chance to win a championship ring. I'm playing in a great team where I can learn from Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and he can just play his part. He's not going to, I won't, I don't think he'll be a starter, but he'll play that role for the team that will be able to just give him some depth off the, off the bench, have that experience of playing international ball for the boomers and playing in the NBL and just be that extra person off the bench and can fill in if one of their stars get injured. So in any given year, just ballpark, the marquee player in the NBL, whether it's Xavier Cooks or otherwise, what's their number, roughly? 40. Like rugby, rugby league, oh, 1.3 million is sort yeah, of getting I, up there. I, I think you're probably sorry. best player in the NBL is looking at like a million dollars. Right. But that's it, it's, a, it's an interesting salary cap from last time I had um, looked at it in depth where it was a bit more like they're valued at, a price and then the team can pay as much as they want. It's sort it's different. Like you don't actually go whatever you're getting um, from your team doesn't actually hundred percent go to the cap. You're valued. There's a valued cap. Mm. So a tier one player would be valued at this, let's say a million dollars, but the Kings and the Melbourne United could go in a battle for him and pay 2 million for him. But he goes up against, he goes on the cap as a million, Gotcha. but I'm not too sure if that's still continued. Uh, back to this. Uh, we, we did this real early in this morning. Mm. I was half asleep, but I'd yeah. like to do it again. Uh, which pill would you take? Back red to or this, blue. Yeah, red or blue. So you can take the red pill to start your life at age 10 with all the knowledge you have now, but you're going back to your childhood. So you're not going to someone else's. And, and just repeating so you, to you, you're not getting the knowledge of knowing lotto numbers and those sorts no, of things. No, but you've got everything else. Yes. Or do you take the blue pill? Um, for various reasons. Take the blue pill to jump to 45 years old with $50 million in the bank. Yeah, and you also don't know, you know, you're not investing in Amazon and Bitcoin. You don't know that stuff, right? So it's stuff well, you, that you've you learned. Would. No, I don't, I don't think it means that. Take the red pill to restart your life at age 10 with all the knowledge you have now. The yeah, knowledge I, I have now is yeah. I know yeah. what to do. You could restart your NRL careers oh, yes. and have money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would there be a move that you would do? Once is enough. Yeah, yeah. but no, but tell you what, would there be a team like? I tell you what, I'd be doing. I wouldn't be catching Ubers. That's my thing. <laughs> I'd be all aboard the one three hundred cabs. What about Souths? One three hundred cabs. We better take a one three hundred break. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy for Motorola. That's the open line calls well, coming on, up I'm after this. Dan, about oh, sorry, the, Dan, red or yeah, blue? Red. Definitely going back. Yep, yeah, go back again. Hundred percent. Yeah. And you'll become a tradie, I reckon. I think yeah. your term, the it, terms are too favourable so. for the red pill. That's why I'm saying you, you can't know about Bitcoin. And of course you I can. think it's it, about your learning But it says life. here, with all the knowledge you have now, yeah. the knowledge I have now yes. is immense. So who would pick the second one then? No one. Just lazy people. Just go, yeah. you know what, 45, <laughs> I'll have 50 in the bank. Yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah. Maybe there was, you know, something happened when you were nine. Okay. Yeah, fair Are you thinking, I don't want to re- relive that. No. I'd time my run, so I'd go back in time, <laughs> get the money, outlay it, and bring keep the Illawarra Steelers in the NRL. But how are you going to do that? No, I'd do that from my knowledge of uh, grand final winners. Yeah, he oh, okay. doesn't nec- necessarily mean you're going to win. 
What do you mean? Win the comp. Would you reckon us going back in time would change, like, let's say, sporting events? I'm getting a bit inception here, but do you yes, think if we you're, went you're back... you're going back, you then... Yeah, change the... Well, Steel Estate, Baz doesn't... Yeah. Mary doesn't go. Ooh. Timo doesn't go. It's another team plays Melbourne. Mm. Melbourne don't win their first grand final. Big Lazo's I'm not, going back. Lazo doesn't do his backflips. Lundy said he's definitely going the red pill. He said the blue pill will just make things harder. This is <laughs> Breakfast with Joel and Fletch. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.